welcome everybody to another episode of M Class Email. Bam, bam, bam. It's the scariest, know. most action-packed show on the internet. We're just sitting here on satellite M, j- jerking off. That's just, what I'm doing. Just jerking it. Just jerking it. <laughs> I'd like to say right after that comment, because it's the uh-huh. perfect place for an ad. Uh, yeah. That right at the top of the show, this month's episodes, the month of May of M-Class Podcast and M-Class Email, are brought to you by Hat Hole Home Video. Mm-hmm. A YouTube channel devoted to celebrating the wonderfully bad movies found on the video store shelves of the 80s and 90s. From movie What a great reviews, idea. Oh man, his whole, like, I don't know if it's a basement or if it's a room, but it's set up to look uh, like a video store from uh, like, the 80s and 90s. That makes me so jealous. <laughs> it's, yeah, me too, man. I want that so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From movie reviews, VHS collecting, midnight movie watch parties with Dr. Zotto, old school <laughs> gaming live streams playing Nintendo, Atari, Sega off the original hardware, it's a laid back blast from the past. Oh man, it's like right up my alley, baby. His videos are great. Like yeah. I every time somebody comes to us and asks if they can like be a sponsor, I always check out their stuff to make sure that I like it. Cuz if it I don't like it, perfectly. I don't want sponsors. It fits perfectly with our our what we like, right? Like yeah, we absolutely. do the old commercials, right? Like it's right yeah. up our alley. It's Hat Hole Hat Hole Home Video. A place for the nostalgic to reminisce about the good old days and for the newcomers who've discovered the awesomeness of the VHS and 8-bit era to get in on the fun. Get out your VCR rewinder. Hell yeah. Head on over to YouTube. Remember when people would... Oh, go ahead. No, go. I was just going to say, head on over to YouTube and search up Hat Hole Home Video. Subscribe. Subscribe today. Remember when people would buy rewinders for their tapes yeah like like your vcr couldn't rewind already well, there was there was like this like thing where they were like it's not good for your vcr yeah, well, like, nothing is good for that piece of shit yeah like, it's a it's a mechanical tape running through a, a, a magnetic head like it's not the best setup here no absolutely yeah <laughs> So check out Hat Hole Home Video. That's like right up our alley here. And mm-hmm. uh, let's dive into some emails. Let's uh, emails. Let's hear from our first email from uh, newbie. Nice. And it's entitled "The Shadow Man." Ew, I don't like that. Spooky. <laughs> it begins. God damn! It's them Trek boys again. Damn. How's it hanging? Left. Right. <laughs> I hope the heat of your meat is proportional to the angle of your dangle. That's so weird. We d- I didn't read ahead and I said that. <laughs> and therefore, the dimension of the extension. I never heard that last part. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a peyote this time, but I hope sending in cryptid stories is still in fashion. Yes. Because boy, do I have one of those. Yes. Back in sophomore year of college, a buddy from home transferred up to my middle-of-nowhere school, and naturally, we decided to room together, ready for all the dope hangs and hangers that would ensue. Nice. Dope hangers. What we got instead was one haunted-ass room and an uninvited roommate we lovingly dubbed Shadow Man. Damn, you were with the Shadow Man? Jesus Christ. That's terrifying. From Mega Man 3? (laughs) 
There are some people who really enjoyed that joke. I I get it, but <laughs> Shadow Man is the ninja robot master for Mega Man 3. Oh, okay, okay. We first saw Shadow Man on a night when I was having trouble sleeping. I tossed and turned and stared at the wall like you do, when at one point, a vaguely three-dimensional patch of darkness in the shape of a person steadily rose up from the floor. This is great. I love this. It wasn't a shadow on the wall. It was in the room, a few feet from the door. I 100% thought I was just hallucinating until I got creeped out enough to try and wake up my roommate. I said, hey, Vin, and he immediately said back, I see him too. Damn, dude. Then Shadow Man disappeared back into the floor. That's amazing. Jesus, Shadow Man was like, whoop. Fucking oh, dipped out. Wrong room. <laughs> this isn't the girl's bathroom. He was like, oh, shit, they see me. I'm out. <laughs> this continued Did he have for- a hat? Hey, probably. Everybody with Remember, man at the name has a hat, right? Hat Man is terrifying. Is Hat Man a thing? Yeah, look up Hatman. Hatman's terrifying, dude. Oh, jeez. This continued pretty much like this for the rest of the year. So commonplace that we eventually started treating him like a third roommate. That's amazing. But like one of those roommates that you kind of just try not to interact with that much. He'd show up once in a while, usually at night, in a random corner of the room in the suite, then get the hint and disappear back into the floor. What did you say to him? Hey, Shadow Man. You gonna, like, do the dishes? And he's like, oh, I gotta go, bye. Dude, get out of here, Shadow Man! Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! He was like, oh shit, okay. Chase him away with a broom. The only time I interacted with him directly, I'd come back drunk from a party and flopped into bed, but soon had to drain the main vein. You had a lot of these, newbie. Main sticks. (laughs) Uh, When I sat up on my bed, he was there next to the door. I sighed and walked past him and down the short hallway into the common room, where he was standing in the middle of the floor. Ignoring him again, I went to the bathroom, and when I went to wash my hands, I saw him standing behind me in the okay, mirror. Okay, 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 no, 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 I, no. I closed my eyes, <laughs> groaned, and said, Ugh, Shadow Man, go away, I'm too drunk for this. <laughs> when I opened my eyes, he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to talk to you. He was like, dude, we gotta talk about whose turn it is to take the trash out. Like, this is yeah. ridiculous. I know that sounds too paranormal to be true, but my friend is always happy to corroborate to anyone who asks, and I wear this story now as sort of a badge of pride. I hope it was interesting, and maybe even spooked ya. I got 420 spooked. phase it, Lieutenant Commander Newbie, recently transferred to the USS... You know why we transferred you, Lieutenant Commander Newbie. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> they made a whole ship just for that? They created a ship just to punish you? What did you do? Oh, man. No, so, like, in my house, I get shadows, too. I get, like, orbs, like, black orbs and shit. So I totally know what you're talking about. I don't get, like, guy shit. That would terrify me. Downstairs, a little bit. One time I saw a shadow of, like, it looked like a li- like a person, but small. Like, not like a little person, but like a, just a shrank down person. Oh. It was weird. I think, like... If ghosts are real, I think they fully, like, you have to believe in them for them to do anything with you. Yeah, maybe it's just, like, part of your consciousness makes them real. I don't know. Because, like, I I don't believe in ghosts or ghost stories or anything. I love them. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love them. But, like... Well, when you uh, sleep over, you're going to see. Okay. (laughs) Like, I'm excited. I want to see. But, yeah. like, I, I, like, don't believe in any of that shit, so it's never really happened to me. I only really have the one spooky story that I told on an episode of yeah, uh, with the house. Shoot the Shit. Which is, like, a super common thing people 
talk about. Yeah, I'm not going to retell it here. You can go fucking become a patron at patreon.com slash podcast and find the shoot the shit that we did with Paul Ritchie. Yeah, get uh, you get the extended edition. Um, <laughs> Not that I'm doubting you or anything. Like, uh, experiences are experiences. So. I've totally seen what you've seen. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I'm I'm amazed that you're we're cool about it though. I'm I'm like less cool about it. Yeah, I guess like I don't know. Like, what can a ghost really do to you? Fucking haunt your peener off. No. I mean, yeah, maybe. No. Like, <laughs> I've never heard any ghost stealing a peener before. I've never heard of that. No, they don't steal it. They haunt it till it falls off. And I've then... never heard of that though. You're not looking hard enough. I've heard stories about them haunting you until you're crazy, but that's because you're affected by their haunting. Like, if you're just like my boy newbie here, yeah. they can't drive you crazy. No, he don't. he's too drunk for that shit. He's like, fucking Shadow Man, stop slamming the doors in the place I'm trying to sleep! Something about Shadow Man being in the mirror is not okay with me. Yeah, so the mirror makes it worse for some reason, even though right? he's just being in the room in front he of He walked right past him. That would, that would be, like, way worse, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, thanks for the email, newbie. I'm, that was great. I'm glad that Shadow Man didn't follow you. Yeah, he could have latched on and fucking... He could have been your, like, new Shadow Dad. <laughs> Shadow Dad. He's not Shadow Man anymore. He's Shadow Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, what's our next email, Josh? Next email. Um, should I say who? Yeah, I can say who it is, right? Yeah, it says it at the bottom. Yeah, this is from Bam from Lamplighter Studios. Yeah, my we boy Bam. Bam. I love that guy. It's called uh, True Death. Jesus oh, Christ. It's going to be a right. happy email, I bet. I can tell. Shadow Man. Okay, so, listening to your Oblivion episode, I thought I'd ask if either of you have ever perceived your death before. This is like a supernatural... It's, it's, we just do a supernatural podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we just do like a cryptids <laughs> podcast. It's I make a bad idea. Of, <laughs> I make a habit of sitting with the uncomfortable as I found that fear... Being an extension of ignorance, examining my cowardice leads to a wisdom that allows for peace of mind, one of the few healthy ways my busted-ass brain will obtain such. That's a good... Bam is such a, good, like a deep thinker. I'm always, like, fucking, like, every time he busts out one of these thoughts, I'm like, shit, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like this stuff a lot. This is stuff that I would do as a kid, because I didn't have any sisters or brothers, so... <laughs> Which I mostly is, played sword. <laughs> like I'd get I a did stick that and play sword. <laughs> yeah, I did that too. But also, like, I always sit there and think about my death. Uh, I used I used a thought experiment where I acknowledge that I've died already. Okay, I, that's a very I've done this multiple times over. Understanding the error of memories and evolution of our ego through accumulated experiences, I forced the perspective of loss of self. So you're trying to ego death. Mm-hmm. I'm not who I was, but I'm instead a shadow man <laughs> of the person who has unceremoniously slipped into a void of nothingness through the brain's shortcomings. Man, bam, you were high as fuck when you wrote this. I don't doubt that either. <laughs> and they had and they had no say about it. Before they knew it was they were gone and then I was there. Whoa. Okay, I, I think I know what he's saying. Eventually, I too will cease to be unaware I'm even gone. Yep. I mean, that's pretty much what it is, right? 
if we were here before, you don't know. That's true. There's always the, like, I guess that's the transporter paradox that everybody's talking about, right? To tie yeah. it back into Star Trek for a minute so to ease my troubled mind. Yeah, because you're too thinking about your death too thinking much. Thinking about my death too much. Um, yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll go on record. Thinking about my death doesn't really bum me out that much. No, I I do the same thing as Bam does to try to conquer the fear. Med- it's the same as meditating. That's why people meditate, because they they need to be okay with the suffering. And, and part of suffering is being afraid of dying. Like, that's yeah. the big one. That's like, the big one. The only thing about dying that ever bums me out is the idea that, like, I'll die before I accomplish anything. Oh, that doesn't bum me out. That's the only thing that bums me out. Like, I want to accomplish some things before I go. But, like... Th- I guess the the other thing that bums me out is I'll leave people behind. He'll be, like, hurt by me dying. But do you, though? I don't know if that's true. Who knows? Maybe maybe Bam's right. Maybe we, like, get to re-up and we get to become join... Become a shadow man? Become a shadow man. Maybe Bam's the shadow man. <laughs> like, uh... I don't know, because we don't fucking know, right? Like, no, none of no, us know no what's going to happen when right. we die. We'd have to take DMT to figure it out, and I'm not ready for that. <laughs> uh... I've the the idea of dying isn't really scary to me. I've almost like, died several times, and I, I never yeah. walked away from it being like, "Ooh!" I was always just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, because like, <laughs> like in my in my mind in my mind palace, yeah, the idea of dying is like getting to sleep forever, which sounds dope. Yeah, it sounds great. There's people you know near death experiences and. There's even stories of, like, little kids who are, like, they remember their past lives. There's a couple of them from America, and there's one really famous. I don't remember the little girl's name. She's from India. And uh, she apparently, like, knew things that she shouldn't have known. She was like, Oh, yeah, I'd heard about that. It's crazy shit like that. So who knows, man? Who fucking knows? we're, We're always, when it comes to ego death, we're always dying and being reborn that way. Yeah, we're never the same. I always say, like, you can just wake up and be whoever you want, right? You don't have to be the thing that you were yesterday. Yeah, we tether ourselves to the idea of who we were. Yeah. Which I think is can be helpful to create, like, a grounded sense of self, but can also be super damaging. It's like having a code. Like, you can have a code, right? But don't let that code, like, determine who you what you are in the moment. No, like your code shouldn't be so rigid that it can't yeah. change due to the stimulus that comes in. Right. It's like belief. Like your belief system shouldn't be able, shouldn't be like so concrete that right. new evidence will make you change it. It's like the prime directive, right? Like it's a, it's a really good law, but it gets broken every now and then. Yeah. It's like, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, like humans feel like we're much more permanent than we actually are. We're well, yeah. extremely transient beings. Well, that's what Bam says. He says, loss is just another form of motion and we've always been moving. Movements are the most graceful when we've experienced enough not to have to think about it. You're talking about suffering. Relying on instinct and just letting your body do its thing. Living in the moment. <laughs> You're yeah. talking about Buddhist shit, Bam. <laughs> if you've done it before, you can do it again. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, this is, yeah, I, I know what he's saying, and I, I think this is extremely healthy to think this way. Having, like, facing mortality is sort of, like, the human condition. The way we talk about the human condition is 
being alive is knowing that one day you won't be alive. And everything right. that we've done religiously, spiritually, is trying to face our own, the, right. the inevitability of time. That's yeah. It's the it's the story of Buddha. He goes out from the palace. He's a real spoiled little brat, right? Mm-hmm. So his his daddy takes him out one day, and he sees a bunch of sick people, and he's like, "What the fuck is this?" And and then the like, uh, I think it's like a servant is like, "Oh, these are sick people. Like this happens to everybody." And he goes home, and he's like, "What the fuck? That's fucked up." Yeah, like I didn't I didn't understand the world at all. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes out again, and he sees a dead person. And he's like, what the fuck is this? People die? Holy shit. And, and it ruins him. Like, it wrecks him. And he spends the rest of his life trying to appease this anxiety of this, right? And that's that's our lot in life. Is to It's part of the model. Like, we, we feel anxiety and fear toward this thing that happens to every living thing that's ever lived. I think we... In a way, I think maybe we place too much importance... On the concept of death. Like, yeah. there are so many things in our life that are entirely based around ignore, like trying to get away from the concept of death in one way yeah. or another. Well, we're, uh, to- we're also told that things are important and they're really not, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's I, th- I think that plays into it. And, and, like, our media as well plays very heavily into the narrative that, like, life and death are, like, opposites. Yeah, yeah. But they're all just part of the same thing. Yeah, it's it's movement, like Bam said. It's just we're all Absolutely. moving toward this thing. And and in the way Bam points it out, we've been through this thing already. Yeah, probably. I mean, like biochemically and physically, we're just made out of the shit in the universe, which has changed like forms many times right yeah, so, so there's there's actually no debating that like if yeah, you we're starship if you believe yeah. in science and like the science of the human body like we're made out of the same components that our predecessors were made out of right so technically we have lived before and we will live again yep or maybe we always are and never were not who knows that's the thing like we don't know what happens when the body dies I can find out for you. Do you want me to try? <laughs> well, you can't report back to me, motherfucker. No, it'll be like that movie with Kevin Bacon. I'll just become a shadow man. <laughs> Bam, stop haunting that kid's dorm room. <laughs> He's sick of your shit. Uh, it's a, we do it's always, get extremely deep sometimes on this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's always a blast when you guys get deep on the show. I love you, host man and laugh guy. Thank you. Bam. <laughs> Thank you, Bam. That was uh, a roller coaster of emotions. I feel like we have accomplished a lot. Uh, our next email is not quite so lofty. Okay. Well, I'm warmed up, so it's uh, it's from Fedco, mm-hmm. and it's entitled "Jacob Fucked Up." <laughs> and it, it begins, Jeff, Josh. There's something I need for you to know. Okay. Jacob fucked up big time. Damn. The guy bungled at something fierce. This is. Okay. When I saw the new collection, I thought I, I knew what he was doing. I didn't double check the Voyager episode. This is where I'd expect Jeff to say something like, well, it sounds more like you're the one who fucked up. <laughs> I'm glad That's... you don't write for me. That's not me. <laughs> Classic Jeff. Classic Jeff. Sounds like you're a fucking idiot anyway. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. Stop laughing, Josh. That fits. This that is works. serious. 
Voyager Season 4, Episode 25, titled One. This okay. is by far the most skeleton crew episode in the history of Star Trek. And Yakub chose to go with the Putty Patrol in Space episode <laughs> instead. Yakub has disappointed me many, many, many times. <laughs> Call out! God damn! Holy shit, we got some email beef. But this one takes the cake. Shame damn. on you, Yakub. Shame! <laughs> Sign up for the M-Class Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a month, you two could be publicly shamed for picking a different episode from the least excellent classic Trek series than the one Fedco thought you should. Love y'all. Signed, Fedco. I don't know that one. Voyager 1. It sounds like you fucked up, Jakob. No, I'm look, like I looked up Voyager this. 1 and I got the actual fucking spacecraft Voyager 1. It makes sense. Look up Season 4, Episode 25. Okay. And 1. Found it. Got it. After the rest of the crew is placed in suspended animation to protect them from a dangerous radiation. We just watched this. Jesus the Christ. Immune- oh, yeah, okay, yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing we just watched. Um, well, I'm glad we didn't have to watch two of the same episode. Yeah. Maybe also, that's what Jakob was doing. Yeah, maybe he had a plan. Maybe he knew what he was doing. Um, <laughs> the Putty Patrol in Space episode did suck. Just a big old day. Welcome to Putty Patrol Podcast. Yo, I've been looking, I've been keeping an eye out for those Mighty Morphin figures, and man, they're hard to get, dude. Oh, dude, fucking, don't talk to me about hard to get fucking figures, dude. Like, they <laughs> oh, released, Final Fantasy IX is like one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. And they released action figures of my two favorite characters, Steiner and Vivi. Okay. And you can't buy them for less than $200. Oh, no, yeah, that shit, yeah, for sure. They're so perfect. They look better than the fucking, like, CG that they did for, like, advertising the game. They're I'm so gonna perfect. I'm going to look this up. Final Fantasy uh, Nine Steiner figure. Yeah. Steiner is one of my favorite characters ever. He's like a big fucking idiot who like learns what it means to be a real like hero and not just follow orders. Okay, I think I found it. It's uh yeah, two fifty. Yep. Bring Arts made by Bring Arts. Oh, Vivi's that little guy. Yeah, Vivi's the black mage. He's Orko. Yeah. Uh, there's there is um like oh, speculation yeah, that Orko was like ripped off from Black Mage from Final Fantasy One. Maybe he was. Probably. Or vice versa. I'm not or sure the timeline. Oh, so this is Bring Arts. Yeah, these are expensive. God, I want them. S- I've never wanted a figure, so. This so is 250 much. and the shipping is 50 bucks. Yep. <laughs> I don't have $300 to spend on action figures, so that's the. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely never done that. No, never. Never, never done that. What's our next email, Josh? Boop-a-doo. Okay, our next email is from Jeff with a G. Oh, by the way, Fedco, uh, thanks for that email. Weird beef, but okay, thanks. Yeah, maybe you guys, you guys, hope you work it out. Yeah, hope we get that bromance back again. Yeah, let's get that, that Fed, Yuck-ho. <laughs> you try to like, Fedco, Fedco, yeah, yeah, let's get that back on. Uh, Jeff, this is titled, Who Would Win in a Fight? The M-Class Discord or Starlog Readers? I don't know. Starlog Readers seem to be Trek bigots, so I'm not they, sure. They are very angry. 
Hi, diddly ho, Trexters. Oh, shit. It's Flanders. Hi, hi, Jeff. Initiate secret handshakes that only people named Jeff slash Jeff know. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. See you at the council meeting. Oh, I don't know. That's just getting weird. supposed to say that out loud, yeah. but okay. <laughs> oh, hey, Josh. Polite Vulcan nod. All I get is a nod? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, so I hear on Discord, patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, <laughs> is that folks want to write in, but they don't want, but they, but they don't know what they should email about. Okay. Well, all right. To be fair, it's hard to think of emails topics unless you have crazy stories that happen to you every day or are super funny and write about the adventures of some guy named David X. Darvid X? <laughs> Darvid X. I, ch- I like read it right. Okay. That's why I choose the other option and just send email random bullshit. And just email random bullshit. Okay. Pobody's nerfect. <laughs> anyway, herein lies the question that some listeners may be wondering, colon, what makes the perfect email? Okay. Literally anything. Yeah, it can be anything. There's this, no preference. In this email alone, we've gotten a ghost story. Right. We've gotten a talk about existential dread of death. <laughs> we had a call-out post between two listeners of the show. Yeah. We had like and a now we have beef. a podcast or an email asking us what people should email. You can send in whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Don't think about it, even. The thing is, like, when people send in emails and they're like, oh, I sent in a dumb email that's like, what's your favorite soup or something? That's a good email. That's a great email. Yeah. That's a (laughs) big topic. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Exactly. Should it make you think? Make you laugh? Ask about food? Yes. All those yes. Any of them. Debate why my nerd thing is better than your nerd thing. Sure, why yeah, not? Yeah, absolutely. Also, what's the shilling quota we we should be filling week to week? Uh, constantly <laughs> yeah. is the shilling quota. Constantly. <laughs> Perpetually emailing into your show, Jeff, he, him. Executive email marketer under advert aboard the USS unskippable ad break. That's a terrible ship. <laughs> Worst ship in the whole fleet. Jesus. Hope that one gets blown up by somebody. I think this is something we've talked about a few times before is I think you guys are putting way too much pressure on yourselves for these emails. Yeah. Uh, there is literally no bottom. There's no threshold <laughs> for what we will read on the show. You could send whatever. Like, Honestly, if you send something and it's not going to be good for radio, we'll just like not read it and not bring up that you sent it. So, yeah, we're not like, gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna shame anybody or anything. No, it's just this like, is you guys' show too. So whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're into something, like we got an email last time or time before that was just an advertisement for the game Monster Hunter for the Switch. Yeah. Good Monster game. Hunter Rise, like uh, I don't, I haven't even played that game, and somebody just sent an advertisement for it, basically because they loved it so much. A kitty cat makes you food. I, I have played Monster Hunter before, just that not one. that one. Yeah, it's not that one. I played Monster Hunter World for PS4. That's like the one year, with the kitty cat. Ago. Yeah, they make you turkey. It looks delicious. The food. It does, and the kids, <laughs> kitties are so cute. Yeah, they're adorable. Like, you can send in what the hell ever, man. Like, uh, and 
I, I guess also it's important to point out, like, if we don't read your email, it doesn't mean that we, like, hate you or, like, you're dumb or whatever. Yeah. It just It just means that, like, we just didn't read it that time. Send them yeah. another one. Keep sending them. Always be sending. And, um... We appreciate every email we get, regardless of whether it's like, hey, do you guys like broccoli, or I do you guys ever think about the nature of death? I love the nature of death. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all open. Our doors are open. Our back door is open. Underrated soup? Potato leek soup. That's a damn good soup. That is that a is fantastic soup. soup. I haven't you had it. In a you long know what's time. an underrated soup that gets like lumped in with like all the like normal soups, like chicken noodle, and I don't think it should. What's that? Is minestrone. Oh, minestrone. Yeah, baby. That's a damn good soup. Yo, uh, matzo ball soup. Oh, my mouth ooh. is fucking watering ooh, thinking about ooh. some matzo ball soup. Matzo <laughs> ball soup. Fuck. I'm a big fan of like I love to have. I go to a like a Chinese buffet and I just yeah. fucking gorge myself, have a big ass meal. And then I get a bowl of wonton soup. Yeah, yeah, wonton. And I sit down at my table and I just sip that wonton at the yeah, end of my meal. Yeah, wonton's good, man. That's so good. Um, I want some wonton now. Uh, I didn't set anything out to make for dinner, I just realized. Well, I guess they're getting Chinese. I had Chinese last night. Who cares? <laughs> I might have some leftover Chinese to go for, actually. I got some um, beef lo mein left. But what's your wife going to eat? She's got leftover Chinese, too. What if you eat hers? Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> now, Crystal's gonna listen to this like like two weeks from now and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a two weeks from now, Jeff. Probably. <laughs> yeah, he'll deal with that. Um. Yeah, write in anything. Like, yeah, there's it literally matter. it doesn't have to be about Star Trek. Doesn't have to be about sci-fi. Doesn't have to be about nerdy things at all. Write in and be like, "Hey, Jeff and Josh, how many, how many beers? How many beers? <laughs> just how many? Just how many beers? <laughs> right, we're definitely gonna get an email next time. That's just how many. How many beers? beers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely gonna happen. Ask video game questions. Ask like life experience questions. Yeah, we could be. We could be like an advice show, even. Just fucking write in and ask us advice. It We're like matter. that show Loveline, but without that idiot. Well, those two idiots. Yeah, everyone who's ever hosted Loveline is a fucking moron. So. I only know the two, and I don't... Yeah. That's enough. That's, enough. That's all you need, yeah. I just don't understand, like... Uh, like, Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla did a show together. Yeah. The man show. And yeah. then, like... How did they do a show together when Jimmy Kimmel is, Kimmel is like a lib cuck and Adam Carolla is a red pilled Chad is or he? what the fuck ever? I, I don't. Is he? I don't know. Yeah, Adam he? Carolla is like hyper right wing. Oh, that stinks. I knew he was kind of like that, but I, I, I don't like. When's the last time anyone gave a shit about Adam Carolla? This is the first time <laughs> he's been brought up into my life in a long time. <laughs> so. it's, what is this, 2002? Yeah, it's been a long ass fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was from a time when people just like didn't talk about politics. Like yeah. white people didn't anyway, because they didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for that email. Write in about what the fuck ever. I'm serious. How many beers? This is this is not a joke answer. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious. Uh our next email is from David S. So you know what time it is. Time Darvid for a X. hokey southern accent. <laughs> Darvid X emailing in. 
It, it's entitled Old Cartoons. Okay. Well, fuck my wife and call me a Denobulin. <laughs> Is that really you, track boys? Hooey, I've been gigging myself silly running these old tunes in the holiday. <laughs> my favorite's always been Dr. Flox's Phantom Freakout. Damn. Me and the missus watched through this rowdy episode where Phlox gets this crazy idea to put robo-nipples on all his friends to show them how wet Denobulin dreams get. <laughs> While they's all sawing logs, the Doc and Porthos get a big stack of bread and a big stack of leeches and shuffle them together like a deck of cars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Scooby and Shaggy. But right before they take a bite, they hear a scary noise, and Porthos jumps up into Flox's arms. Then the sandwich hops up into Porthos's arms, and they skedaddle with that cartoon running sound effect. <laughs> There's a weird hypno wave coming from the engines, and even the brainiac Vulcan is acting more confused than a hungry baby at a babyzoid wedding. <laughs> These are the best analogies. A bunch of old monsters start showing up. Cindy Zindy, Carl Creeper, and even Wilma the Warp Core Wisp. <laughs> Jolly Tapon is no help catching the ghosts, which is such a great mix-up from the usual Tapal lines like, Bicerics Bowl Cut, or I Found the Plasma Relays. Oh, Jolly Tapali. Tapali, yeah, yeah. Ah, I skipped over that. It's okay. You said Tapon, which yeah, I don't makes know anybody sense. by that name. Um, <laughs> either of y'all boys have good memories of old cartoons and kids shows. Any that you've revisited lately? Jadzia's Castle, <laughs> Ferengle Rock, Holy shit, Red Holy Squad sh- Babies, <laughs> make all they your bl- dreams come true. They blow your fucking ship up, but um, but um, but. Now, I don't mean historical cartoons like the Jetsons, but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> Any old cartoons and kids show, Jadzia's Castle is actually really fucking clever. That's hilarious. Ferengle Rock is really good, too. That's really Although not good. a cartoon. Ferengle Rock. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? I, I like Scooby-Doo, but it's terrible. Mm, Scooby-Doo is like the best thing Hanna-Barbera ever made, which is such a low th- like bar to jump over. Did you ever watch the new Adventures of Scooby-Doo? It's actually pretty good. Um, there's like a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have there, watched that. There's like an arc, which is kind of neat. It's uh, called Mystery Inc., right? Mystery Inc., yeah, yeah. Yeah. That show was actually pretty damn good. I, re- I mean, I remember... Like on like a Saturday, if my mom had to work, I would like go like sit in my grandfather's office and like he had like a old fucking like busted ass radio TV, right? And like I remember watching like the Punky Brewster cartoon, like, yeah, fucking uh, Happy Days in Space, yeah, uh, <laughs> Ducktales and Gummy Bears were always on. The thing is like. Everybody knows I'm a big old cartoon guy. Everybody, like I love old cartoons so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone on record many a time with the fact that uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons are mostly garbage. Like oh, they're 9, terrible. Nine percent. Even like, Scooby Doo is bad, dude. Like for every Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo derivative that they ever made, there's a show like Quickie Koala. Yeah. Or uh, like. 
What's the caveman where he's like Captain lit- Caveman? Captain Caveman. He's like a statutory rapist. He's, he <laughs> hangs around with a bunch of teenage girls. Teenage all the time. girls, and he's always like horny, and it's like Captain Caveman. Come yeah. on. But like Hanna Barbera started making like they did these action shows that I like, but not because they're good so much. Like they're yeah. just fun, like Herculoids. Like, Herculoid, Space Ghost, Galaxy Trio, Birdman. Did they do the Wonder Twins, or is that... Yeah, they did Super Friends. Super Friends, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I like them a lot, but, like, Hanna-Barbera was, like, the least animation humanly possible to make a show. Yeah, yeah. Sound effects were great, though. They did do a lot of fun sound effects. We have the entire catalog of Hanna-Barbera sound effects. (laughs) They really, like, started to do, like, really good stuff in the 90s suddenly, though. Like, they did, like, a pup named Scooby-Doo. Which was good. Which is, like, a genuinely good show. That's a good show. Did they do the new Johnny Quest? That was a really great show. the new Johnny Quest. That was only on for, like, a season, and it was so good. It was actually, like, uh, I'm, like, a weird New Adventures of Johnny Quest, like, historian. Well, I love that show. I'm glad that you know. I like looked it up. It it lasted two seasons. Okay. And both seasons were done by completely different studios. So none oh. of the characters looked the same between that's the why seasons. It was, yeah, it was weird. The only thing that's the same is the CG because they still um they outsourced the CG to the same company that later did um or maybe at the same time I forget they were doing um reboot. Oh, reboot ruled. I fucking love reboot. Reboot I'm also so a cool. reboot historian. <laughs> I remember waking up, I was probably in like sixth grade, so it was probably like 93, 94. I remember like waking up on Saturday, watching X-Men, watching oh, Reboot. Fuck yeah. fuck yeah. And like Saved by the Bell would come on. Oh my god. It was the best. It was so good. I missed that. It was a great time for cartoons. I'm nostalgic for that shit, because it's, I don't know. I didn't have a shit to do, right? It was Saturday. Fuck it. Right? You had all the time in the world at that point. Yeah, yeah whatever. It's, it's not even the new adventures of Johnny Quest. It's the real adventures of Johnny oh, the, Quest. the real one. I loved Ghostbusters, too. That was one of my favorites. The Ghostbusters cartoon was good. Yeah. Like, the thing about seasons back then, as we talked about this on the regular episode, is, like, two seasons are 52 fucking episodes. Oh, my God. Like... I think one one of the seasons of Adventure Time is literally now this is cuz they're small short vignettes but like it's literally like 53 episodes. Jesus. And it's like Jesus fucking Christ guys like <laughs> the the one thing I like really remember that stuck with me for all these years and I think it's only in one episode of The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. Mhm. But Johnny uh, Johnny got a pair of sneakers that gave him super speed. Yeah, as and you I do. thought that was the hypest shit that ever happened. Well, he, uh, him and Haji, like they had race Bannon's niece. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was his niece. Yeah, yeah, and then that that was sort of like the new addition, right? Where she was, she was a redhead. She had all the redhead qualities that we yes. come to, uh, to expect. Yeah, all the stereotypical, dare I say, racist redhead. <laughs> I don't think redhead is a race, but not yet. <laughs> oh, it was race's daughter, Jesse Bain. Oh, it was his daughter. I thought it was his niece. I thought it was too. I guess I'm not as much of a historian on this show as I, I think thought. they kind of like like whitewash the Haji thing too, right? They're like 
I think at one point he's like, I have to go home now. <laughs> no, he's in the whole show. Like the thing yeah. about Haji is he's not inherently a racist character. No, 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 no. And he's played a hundred percent serious in this show where he's right. like a teenager and he acts like a teenager. He's just more he's a kid. Yeah. He's just like more mature than Johnny is. And he doesn't talk like he doesn't say weird racist phrases and no. he doesn't have any superpowers. <laughs> But like, why was he there? <laughs> like, right? Uh, he's ad- he's adopted. Doctor Quest adopted. Oh, he adopted him. I thought he. Yeah. W- I thought he yeah, went. Johnny home and Haji are actually brothers. Oh, well, okay, all right. I, I thought he was like on like a like a school exchange program. Oh no, that would be weird. Just fucking hang around with his family. <laughs> That's why I thought it was weird. Yeah, no, they're uh, they're brothers, like adopted brothers. Well, shit. Uh, the only thing that made him racist in the old cartoon is that he had psychic powers for some reason. Yeah, he was a psychic. He, he said weird-ass phrases that are supposed to be foreign phrases that don't mean anything. Yes, I know which one you're talking about. I'm not going to say it. Um, but uh, let's let's continue this email. Let's drop <laughs> back. Um, anyhow, turns out the big baddie, Trip Taker, wasn't actually Trip Tucker. It was none other than Chef. <laughs> the first clue was how he couldn't boil water right to make Vulcan nothing soup. <laughs> we just we just talked about this. Next up is Sulu's Clues, or maybe Pit Stop Paris. <laughs> Spookily yours, David S., Chief Super Sleuth aboard the USS Let's Split Up, gang. Nice. P.S. Real talk, the Johnny Bravo meets Scooby-Doo episode is still amazing. Join the M-Class Patreon. Oh, man. Dude, there were these commercials that were on Cartoon Network that were, like, Johnny Bravo falls in love with Velma. Yes, I remember those. And, like, she, like, leaves him for a life of, like, adventure and <laughs> yeah. mystery solving. He's, like, yeah. heartbroken. Oh, Velma. Oh, man. Oh, my God. The way she said it, it just hit my heart. Jinkies. <laughs> Jinkies. Dude, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. I think a lot of people mistakenly think Johnny Bravo wouldn't play today, but the whole point of Johnny Bravo is that he's a piece of shit who's yeah, an beat idiot. up for being a massage. Yeah, he's a dumbass. And it's like, literally, that's the whole show, is like women being like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he, he makes a fool of himself yeah. being a dumb fucking misogynist, yeah. and he has to deal with the physical backlash of yeah. that. I loved that era of Cartoon Network is so good. Oh yeah, like Dexter's Lab, Johnny Bravo, Powerpuff, Powerpuff. Girls, oh, Courage man. the Cowardly Dog. It's Ca- a good Adventures of Cow and Chicken. Yeah, that was a good ass time for Ed Ed, Ed and Eddie was a good show. I I did love Ed Ed and Eddie. Like it was like my favorite for a little Were while. Were you a middle Ed? I liked him the best. I like uh, the like nervous. Yeah, the the Eddie, one with the hat. Ed with the hat. Yeah, the hat. Yeah. I was I was a big Ed guy. I like the dumb characters. Big Ed was good. Yeah. I love the dumb characters, and you can't have a show without Eddie causing the problems. Yeah, he's always got some plan. Right. A plan or a plot to make it to the top, but they kind of in the middle because they always getting caught. Oh man. Do you? Keenan and Kel was the fucking shit. By the way, it has nothing to do with cartoons, but damn, dude. We lived through some good-ass cartoons. It's true. Um, and we were, like, just old enough to like them. You know? I, I want to go back and watch The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. I feel like... Where is it? 
I don't know. That's the thing. Like That's they had some like heavier storylines. Like there I'm was a, it up. one of their villains was named Ezekiel Rage. Yeah, I remember that. And his wife was murdered. Yeah. And he becomes a prophet for like the coming of the age of rage. That's right. And he carries around a Bible called the Book of Rage that's literally just a hollowed out book with his dead wife's photo in it. <laughs> that's dark as shit. Yeah, man. isn't it? That's amazing. Uh, and, like, he hated Dr. Quest's guts. Because I guess he blamed him for yeah, his wife's his, death. Yeah, it's his fault somehow, right? Amazon? Is that on Amazon? No, this might be, like, to buy it. You can you buy it. You know what's funny is that every time I think of Johnny Quest, I think of, like, the Freakazoid parody of Johnny Quest. I always think about the Venture Brothers. Like, what I think... Of, I think about the Venture Brothers, too, but I always think of, like, the guy who's supposed to be Race Bannon in the, mm-hmm. in the Freakazoid parody. And he's like, stop trying to think with your brain and let me throw a barrel at it. <laughs> And they keep stopping him, but it, every time it turns out that throwing a barrel at it is the solution to whatever the problem is. I just found it. It's on daily. You can watch it on Daily Motion. Oh, like really? The whole series? Well, I found uh, episode nine, "The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest," Ezekiel Rage. I found that episode. Let me try to find if there's. I'm sure they're all here. Johnny Quest 116, 122, 220, 105. Yeah, I think it's all on there. You probably have to search a little bit, but... Yeah. Real Adventures of Johnny Quest Season 1. Daily Motion. Oh, yeah, dude. I know what I'm doing. Oh, playlist currently empty. Fuck. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? I was supposed to be like, I know what I'm doing, but I'm taking a nap after this. Oh, yeah, let's take a nap. (laughs) I'm so incredibly tired. Um, I have to shove medicine down this cat's throat. Jesus. Yeah, like, everybody knows I love old cartoons. Like, if I could figure out a format to do a podcast about retro cartoons, I certainly would. Let's just do Syndication Station. Can you do cartoons on Syndication Station? Yeah, why not? You can do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Yeah, well, uh, I have a... We can think about a better name, maybe, for if you just want to do cartoons. We can just call it... I I don't want to give it away. Yeah, we won't give any of that away. We've, We've talked about doing another, like, a side podcast that's, like, probably shorter... Yeah, and uh, like a little easier to put together, but like yeah, we'll we'll talk about all that in the future. Yeah, we're gonna take a nap though. <laughs> yeah, fuck. This is a, this is a little shorter of an episode because uh, we only got like five emails, but that's fine. Uh, I hope that they're imagining us taking a nap together. There's a cat rubbing against me. <laughs> we get in our jumbo bed together and we curl up with our teddy bears that are each other, mm-hmm. and we, we just have teddy bears of ourselves. And we're both dressed in those pajamas that Uncle Scrooge wears. <laughs> with the nightcap with the little fuzzy ball at the, the end little of ball. It. What the hell was that doing? <laughs> I have no idea. What was that? Uh, but thanks everybody for sending your emails in. And again, send whatever you want in. No pressure at all. Yeah, it's just whatevs, man. It's not that it's not that complicated. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not um, your mom. Our our show is not professional. I think that's been proven many, many a time. Oh yeah, for sure. No, we just tangented about another project that we might or might not do in the future for like yeah. five minutes. So. No, we're definitely gonna do it. Just tell them that anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't know. At they this don't know. moment. Yeah, they don't know. 
people in the future will be like, oh, shit, they never did that. But they never now, did you'll but, never yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if you want to be part of the show, you can send in whatever you want to mclassemail at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. Become a patron at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where for as little as a dollar you get access to behind-the-scenes blogs. You get access to a Discord full of dope people and for a little bit more money, more podcasts. Early access to podcasts we already do. Wallpapers. Just a ton of shit. You get all kinds of shit. Movie to speakovers. <laughs> what are they called? Yeah. Commentaries. <laughs> Movie speakovers. Movie speakovers. <laughs> Big shout out to uh, our boy uh, behind Hat Hole Home Video. Find him on YouTube. That is such a great channel. Such a great sponsor. We appreciate so much. Amazing. Uh, we'll see you next time on M-Class Email. Bye-bye. Bye. It's been a long week Since the last email It's been a long time Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it's from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice and Josh talking about dicks on M class email. I swear there's never an S in M class email. It's always been singular that's M class email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back. Without fail, it's empath. It's empath. Empath email.